Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, March 5th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined here at Coach Talk by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. How are you today, Josh? Doing well this morning. Uh, the, the Bucks came through for me last night. They had a solid win in Chicago. That was a fun game to watch, and they pulled it out at the end. So, Put Yeah, it, like, it was some great, great games. I enjoyed that yeah. Cleveland game, too. That was down mm -hmm. to the wire, and some really good games. Uh, we were up at the very, very top of leaderboards for a bunch of the night. Uh, didn't finish as well, but there were a lot of moving parts yesterday yeah. with Joker getting, uh, you know, ruled out and all of the other different criteria that took place after that. But the bottom line is this, our, you know, what we talked about on the podcast, our process of preparing. I mean, we uncovered some one or less than 1% owned guys mm -hmm. that were very contrarian that went 10, 12 X, right. you know, the, the DeAndre hunters of the world, Darius Garland's, et cetera. So, I feel like we're right on the cusp of one of those monster takedown all over the place uh, boards, and maybe tonight's the night. I hope so. I hope so. I, I, I like do it. too. Yeah. Excellent. I like I, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a five-game main slate. Starts at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, and by the way, this uh, podcast is presented by our presenting sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com. If you're signing up with your first deposit, use the promo code COACHTALK and you will get uh, up to 100%, all the way up to 100 bucks of a match from the good folks at Prize Picks just by using that promo code COACHTALK. And we've been having a blast with Prize Picks. We'll have uh, picks when we put out our lineups for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo, we also are, are now including prize picks, and that's been going really well. We had, uh, I had a good night, but man, that cat not playing the fourth quarter uh, stung a little bit. CJ not playing the fourth quarter stung a little bit, but you know, that's part of the, the game. If you figure it out correctly, it doesn't mean it always pans out exactly as the way mm -hmm. you figured it. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll keep building and going from there. And this is, of course, our Saturday, Josh, the fun day that we get to build our two brains are better right. than one FanDuel GPP at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Uh, certainly something that we've had right in the money recently uh, mm -hmm. that has been right in the thick of it. We have had to make changes. So if we do again today with all of the stuff that goes on in the NBA, just follow us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk, and we'll be posting those changes there. All right, my man, here we go. First game right out of the shoot, and it is an interesting one right out of the shoot. It's a 7 p.m. game. Charlotte Hornets are hosting the San Antonio Spurs. Charlotte is favored only by three and a half. You've got a big monstrosity of a total here that dwarfs everything else on the slate. 240 and a half, wow. 118 and a half implied for San Antonio. 122 for Charlotte mm. for yeah it's a big one uh in this game we've got two questionable tags for San Antonio Devin Vassell and uh Mr. Walker the fourth and then for Charlotte we've got um a doubtful on Jalen McDaniels we know the book Knight and Hayward are out here's the amazing thing crash when I, I had to look at this three times to make sure it wasn't a mistake 
Do you know who the top two pace teams are in the entire league? I wouldn't think it would be these two teams, but uh, I'm guessing it might be. Charlotte, number one, San Antonio has rocketed <laughs> to two. Mm. So Pop letting it all hang out here and maybe his last season, I think, uh, yeah. behind the, the bench. But uh, <clears throat> so we've, that's, you know, we've got a 240 and a half total. We've got this crazy uh, number one and two pace. We have not good defense here. Spurs 19th, Charlotte 22nd. So mm. if this doesn't line up for Stack City, I mean, yeah. I know that's going to be chalky. People going to come out of this game with like five guys, but I don't know, man. We're going to have to go through this and determine how many is too many. So what do you think? Yeah, there's there's definitely a couple of plays here on each side that I'm going to probably have, um, starting with DeJounte Murray. Uh, the, the Hornets have allowed the seventh fewest fantasy points to point guards, but Murray's been pretty matchup proof this year. He has multiple 50-plus DraftKings points games against top five teams against point guards. At 9,600 on FanDuel, I really like that price. I don't know if I'm going to get to 10.8 on DraftKings. That's pretty steep. Yeah. Uh, but 9,600 is solid. So I like that on FanDuel. Um, I think PJ Washington for Charlotte is a good play. He's 6,000 on FanDuel, 5,100 on DraftKings. He had um, 38.75 DraftKings points last time they played. And um, he's averaging. Uh, about 23.6 DraftKings points per game, which on DraftKings, he's only 5,100. So he's pretty close to 5X average. So pretty safe play there, I think. Um, which of these shooting guard, small forward, hybrid type players is going to play is going to be key for me for San Antonio. Right. Um, Lonnie Walker, Devin Vassell, even Josh mm -hmm. Primo, guys like that. They're all kind of in play for me, just depending on who's going to play. Because Charlotte's right. just not very good defensively. So, as yeah. we talked about, um, and then and then Terry Rozier, he, he's really been on a tear lately. He's scored 54, 37, 48, and 47 DraftKings points in his last four games, and the Spurs yeah, yeah. have allowed the fifth most fantasy points to point guards. So, um, he's 8100 on DraftKings, so he's a little bit pricey. He is below 8K at 7600 on FanDuel, so I like that price. Um, and those would probably be the top plays for me on, on in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's so many possibilities here. It's crazy. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, DeJounte Murray, I had him last time out, paid up for him, and he was spectacular. I don't know yeah. what he ended up with, mid-60s, I believe, something. Right. I think so, yeah. yeah. He's just so fantastic to watch, and he really is the reason that they're the second, you know, in pace in the league now. He's pushing mm -hmm. the ball. He gets tons of steals and, you know, push outs for finishes or assists. So, you know, Murray, I, I really love him like exactly like you on DraftKings. It's a little tougher at 10-8. FanDuel, I think, you know, the fact that he's sub-K, he's yeah. in such a smash spot here. It's not even funny. But, you know, for me, I, I'm with you. I need the news and we'll have it because it's before, you know, first game of, of mm -hmm. the slate. Yeah, with Vassell and Walker because that changes everything. If right one of them's in, one of them's out, or both in, both out, that makes a whole different rotation here. Because you know, then you can all start talking about who are the second guys up: Trey Jones, Josh Primo. Is it going to be Richardson or Langford, one of the new guys? Mm -hmm. You know, we need to look at that and digest who's the second best 
player is going to be from the Spurs. Um, I'm, you know, after Murray, I'm not as interested in Pirtle at 7-7 in, in this right. particular matchup. Although Charlotte does not do well against centers. It is an island game for both teams. So, you know, uh, Pirtle is not out of play, but it's just a little, little pricier. Yeah. There's a few other spots I'd like to go, you know? Yeah, we had him at like 6K earlier in the year. He's like 8K now. I don't I don't really like that 8K price tag. Yeah, it's it's pricey. So it's Murray, and then let's see what the news is for a second Spurs guy. I probably will have a value second guy once we hear that news. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, you know, I think is in a great spot here too. I mean, the bottom line is Terry Rozier is cheaper than LaMelo Ball, and in the last week and a half, he's outplayed him most yeah. of the time. Yeah, uh, Rogier's been on a roll. Now, you know, I really like him here because I think Murray's going to defend ball. And I, you know, yeah. again, Murray's terrific. He he does force turnovers, but he is, he plays fast and that's mm-hmm. is right in ball's hands. But I still think in this instance, and this is probably the first time for me uh, leaning this way crash is I think I like Rogier better than ball. Mm. Um, just because he's on such a roll right now, but yeah. his price is also up, you know? Mm-hmm. That's True. the tough part. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Hornet, though, is Miles Bridges. You know, I, I'm a big Miles Bridges guy, but I just mm-hmm. love this matchup for him. Who's, you know, who's going to guard him and how effective is it going to be? I think you're going to see more minutes from Kata Bates' job than normal because I don't, he's only, one of the only guys with enough size and ranginess to guard Bridges. Not that he'll do a great job on him, but he's just too tall and too powerful for Vassell, McDermott, or Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I love Miles Bridges' spot. I think it's going to affect really how San Antonio defends here. So he's – I love him. Uh, P.J. Washington, as you said, underpriced at 5-1. Uh, I think they can do some real damage on the interior there. So – Rogier Bridges, Washington are ranked one, two, three for me. And I'm not, you know, saying uh, Montrez Harrell's a bad play at five, five, but I don't want to go to the split with him and, and uh, Plumlee, even though he's starting yeah. to get more minutes. Yeah. yeah. So again, I could be one of those people. I mean, you know, last night, if you saw the lineup I provided, I had out of my eight guys, I had five of them single digits including three of them sub 3%. Those guys all went off. It was the mm-hmm. big guys yeah. that couldn't finish the game because they were in blowouts. So right. those people that that tweet me and say, coach, don't predict blowouts, that's to you. Because <laughs> yeah. those two blowouts killed me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in this instance, you know, I think this game should stay close enough because neither t- team is playing good D, but they're both yeah. playing fast. So Yeah, I mean, I'm not afraid of being chalky-ish here and come out of this game with four or five guys and just accept the fact that this game is going to have way more production, opportunity, DFS possessions than than any other game on the slate. Yeah, and nobody could have predicted that that second blowout. I mean, the Pelicans blowing out Utah. I'll tell you, people better stand up and take notice about the Pelicans. Mm -hmm. They're no joke. Yeah, they're tough. They're going to sneak into that play-in tournament, and I would not want to play them. They have this mm-hmm. new, you know, with McCullum and Ingram teaming up, there seems yeah. to be a ton of chemistry there. Yeah, dangerous team. 
Yeah. And, they and don't that's without Zion. Zion. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, even without Zion. Yeah. And they make if they do get him back, that that could make it really a tough out. Mhm. All right, we spent a lot of time on game 1, but it's, you know, it should be probably half your your build yeah. right there in my opinion. So Me too. Uh, yeah, excellent. All right, we've got a set of uh, – it's really weird tonight again, Josh. All early games, basically. So we have mm. at 7 o'clock, then we have three 8 o'clocks and an 8.30. That's it. Yeah. So you uh, you have time to uh, wine and dine the misses there a little bit, uh, Josh. Yeah, we did that a little bit last night, so we'll see. I, no details, please, TMI. <laughs> uh, all right, the first 8 o'clock game, Philadelphia – at Miami. This is the game I want to watch, Josh. This is going to be a fun game. Miami's at home favored by two, 220 and a half total, 109.25 for Philly, 111.25 for the Miami Heat. Coming into this game, Philly's 39 and 23, Miami 42 and 22. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, now a Philadelphia 76er, he is actually probable. So do we see third string center DeAndre Jordan? Uh, do not play mm. him, but maybe we see him for a five minute stretch or something. Yeah. And then for Miami, uh, monstrosity of news here. And uh, we need this dag blasted news. Spolstra, I love him, but he doesn't give news out very early. Mm -hmm. And this could be a big stomachache because we have four questionable rotation players for Miami. Butler, Martin, Struess, and Tucker. So when you're talking about four of the main eight guys that are going to play in this game that yeah. we don't know if they're going to play or not, that is a headache. But we do know that Lowry, Morris, and Oladipo are out as usual. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where we start here. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, it is the second night of a back-to-back -back for Philly. So right. Let's see. Do we get any Embiid news? I don't know. Maybe, mm -hmm. but you know, it's a huge game. I don't. I don't see how they sit him here. I mean, these yeah. two teams are battling for first. I think Philly's pulled within one and a half of Miami, who's in first. So I don't see anybody sitting here. I could be a mistake. I, I can't mm -hmm. imagine. So yeah. if they do get full run with everybody, I mean, you do have to consider that though that it is the second night of a back to back for Philly. Philly's the second slowest team in the league at 29th, mm -hmm. Miami 25th. So this yeah. is going to be playoff fever, you know, crowd, rowdy, good defense, similar to that Chicago-Milwaukee game, and we predicted mm -hmm. it, and that's exactly what it was like. You know, yeah. very, you get that, like, little steam in the room, that that whole feel of playoffs. I think you're going to see that again tonight and then you got two top 10 defensive teams yeah. here crash philly's ninth and miami's fifth so playoff type feel second night of a back-to-back -back for philly very slow pace great defense as much as i'm gonna watch this game I'm very mm -hmm. close to maybe not playing much what about you yeah there are two plays in this game that I like, uh, a guard from each team. Um, Tyrese Maxey has been playing very well ever since they added James Harden. Um, had 52 DraftKings points last night, 36, 39, and 42 in the games before that. He's 6,700 on DraftKings, so that's that's too cheap for me. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to have to play him on DraftKings. But on FanDuel at 78, I mean, that's what he was last night, but this matchup is a lot tougher. Um, so I'm probably just going to play him on DraftKings. And then Tyler Hero, I mean, he's been very consistent. So 6,900 on FanDuel, 7,000 on DraftKings. Those two plays are about it for me in this game. There's not much else I like. Um, with Embiid, they're just going to crowd the paint like they always do. And I think it's going to give him some trouble if he plays. So um, that's about it for me in this one. Yeah, you know, it's such a different dynamic with Philly because Harden in an instant has totally changed that team. I mean, mm -hmm. not just with his offensive prowess. I mean, I get that. But if you watch the Philly games now, it's it's like you're watching a different team from the team you watched yeah. last week. And right. I, you know, you know me, I watch away from the ball and how everything's flowing and how the teams are playing. Right. Last, you know, for the last couple of years, it's been basically, you know, get the ball up on a bead side, clear it out, lob the ball into him. He's going to go one-on-one, -on -one, try mm -hmm. to post up, power move, or shoot that mid-range and sometimes even three. And then Tob Tobias Harris would, would you know, stand out at the three-point line and try to crack. Right. And that was basically their offense. Mm -hmm. Now, with Harden, you know, he takes so much attention away and spreads the floor so much that people are having to come over and double them. And yeah. the guy that's been the recipient of that is exactly what you said, Tyrese Maxey, who now he's doing so well, they're calling it the big three in Philly. And believe it or not, Tobias Harris isn't part of that. But, I know. Uh, you know, I don't blame you for Maxey. I do think he's, you know, the guy that everybody's talking about, Maxey, Maxey, mm -hmm. Maxey. So that's always scares me when somebody gets overexposed right. like that. Because yeah. that generally is a letdown, but I it's not a fluke. I mean, he's had his last 11 three pointers. This is a statistic that's kept. If you want to really go into advanced stats, go to basketballreference.com. You can drill down to who's on the floor, the type of shots. It's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So big shout out to them. But out of his last 11 threes, seven of them have been considered, there's different grades, wide open. That means not one player from the other team is within six feet of you when you wow. take that shot. Mm -hmm. So if you have Harden, who you're trying to stop up top, or will just drive it down your throat, yeah. and Embiid out there wheeling and dealing, how the heck are you going to guard a guy like Baxi? So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I love the fact of how he's changed that group. Maxi at six seven is just so damn cheap. You're right. I mean, the fact that he's sub seven k at this point, the way he's played, mm -hmm. it's not like he was playing bad before Harden came right. to town. Yeah, right, he was playing great. So I'm with you at six seven. Take the free square. You know, I the thing is, I get nervous when I start feeling chalky because mm -hmm. that first game I'm going to have a lot of exposure. I'll have Maxi. He's going to be chalk. So. Sometimes you deal with, you know, the cards that you're dealt and you just roll from there. But I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I like Maxi. I don't know if I'm going to spend up for either Harden or Embiid, but it has to do with who plays for Miami. So let's mm -hmm. break this into two sections, Crash. Okay. Number one, let's say all those guys are out. If that's the case, I think they're in big trouble. Billy could come in and just smack them because they'll mm -hmm. that would bring them within a half a game of first. Right. But if guys like you know, Butler and Caleb Martin and Struess and all these guys play, then you're just looking at a different scenario here. It stays closer. It makes the bigger guys better. But Miami's defense, you know, then is literally that, you know, top 
five defense mm-hmm. with Butler and Bam and all those guys in there. So right. it's a two-edged sword that makes it difficult. So the bottom line for me, as I say all that to say, is I probably will not buy up for Harden at 11-7 or Embiid at 11-9 because it just it it is against Miami, in Miami. Now, the only way I'd change my stance on that is if Butler and some of these other guys are ruled out for Miami. So we need mm-hmm. the news on this game. Um, but for me, I'm with you. I think Maxie's the best play. And then depending on who's in and out, I wouldn't mind having one representative from the Heat side, whether it be a pay up to Bam at 8-9, which still saves you three grand over Embiid at 11-9. You know, Bam's been awesome lately. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so after that, you know, maybe, maybe Butler, but Butler has not shot the ball well from the outside lately. So he's questionable there. You know, you could go Gabe Vincent again. People have been going back to him. But for me, uh, right now, if I had to make my lineup this second, it'd be Tyler Hero at a a clean 7K. Because if you come out with Maxi at 6'7 and Hero at 7K, you have two guys on the lower level of mid-pricing. Yeah. That that makes you feel good because those two guys could be right up there, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that's a, l- a lot of win there, but I think it's an, an important game to, to break down. Mm-hmm. All right, game three, man, the second eight o'clock game, Portland Trailblazers, Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota favored by the big 13 and a half. So I gave raspberries earlier for not uh, you know, letting me predict blowouts. So this game and the next game sound like college spreads. But uh, here's where we need some of your thinking, so I don't get hollered by, at by Twitter sphere. But it is Minnesota by 13 and a half, a 233 and a half total, 110 implied for Portland, 123 and a half, big fat number for Minnesota there uh, as the implied total. Portland comes in 25 and 37, Minnesota 35 and 29. Big list for Portland, as we know, their entire season has been that way. Uh, Brandon Williams is probable, but these guys are out. Bledsoe, Hart, Lillard, Luzada, uh, Nurkic, and Winslow. So all of, that could be their roster to be competitive right there. Yeah. For Minnesota, it's just the ant factor here. Is he in? Is he out? Makes mm-hmm. a massive difference in Minnesota's right. uh, points here. So, again, news that we could use. That's for sure. I'm going to use that from now on. News that we can use. use. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Ant questionable, and is it truly questionable? And then uh, we've got McKinley Wright is not playing. So this is an interesting one. The spread is is, uh, big. Mm -hmm. Do you, you know, are you fearful? Do I have another, you know, play Towns and then he doesn't play the fourth quarter? I, you know, I can't, my, my yeah. nerves can't take that anymore. I had to go to the alcoholic beverage last night. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't blame so what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a good matchup for Towns, obviously, with Nurkic out of there. I mean, I, I guess he's going up against, like, Trenton Watford and Drew Eubanks. Uh, no superstars? Nothing. No. <laughs> um, so I, I'm looking at the value here. Um, I like Malik Beasley at 3,200 on DraftKings. He scored 28 and 38 in the last two games. This is a, also assuming that Anthony Edwards is going to be out. Right. Um, same thing with Jared Vanderbilt. He's 4,400 on DraftKings. He had 44 DraftKings points last time they played Portland. So another favorable matchup for him like we saw last night. 
Um, so those will be the two plays for me on the Minnesota side, and I don't really want to play anyone on Portland. So this is a pretty fadeable game for me outside of the value if, if Anthony Edwards is out again. Yeah, I mean, Portland is beyond uh, G League here. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they are down there. I mean, I is it Elijah Hughes, C.J. Ellaby, Drew Eubanks, Trendon Watford, no. Keon Johnson, Greg Brown? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this team – would have a, a a really good record in the G League. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I was watching that game with uh, Phoenix, and, man, Keon Johnson was terrible. I played him that night, so he was awful. Uh, he's not good. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, it seems like a blowout to me. I, I don't know. Uh, but, again, you know, it's going to scare me off of paying up for, like, a Russell or Cat, even mm-hmm. if Ant's out. Fancy yeah. in, then forget it. Don't even, right. I'm not even going to think oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah. Uh, but if Ant is out, I'd go more the second flight guy. Vanderbilt is only 4-4, and he is good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, he yeah. deserves more minutes. I think he's better than McDaniels, Beasley, McLaughlin, Noel. Yeah. All these guys, they play more than him. You know, Jaden McDaniels also. But I, I like <laughs> Vanderbilt at 4-4. There is, you know, I need to know if Jaden McDaniels is in along with Ant because I think if McDaniels is in, that takes Beasley out for me because I think mm-hmm. he comes off the bench and isn't quite as effective. But he's only 3-2 if McDaniels also is out with Ant and Beasley's going to start or, yeah. you know, be that sixth man. Then at that price, you know, like you said, he's streaky player and he has been hot lately. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I doubt I'm going to go – you know, if if we see the starting lineup and I can get super comfortable and need a big pay down, maybe take one flyer on a Portland guy that's super cheap, mm. that's going to get 30 minutes and, yeah. you know, and pray about it because that's about what you're going to need. Right. But on Minnesota, I'm not going up after the sting from last night. Not that last night should matter about tonight, but, you know, hey, it's the second night of a back to back for Minnesota. You know they're not going to push Cat in a situation right. like that. They usually treat him pretty, you know, confidently. And even Russell, they're, you know, he's a kind of coach that doesn't beat his players into the ground. So mm-hmm. I'm just this is going to be, you know, more of a even though the total's decent, I'm I'm just not feeling this game, and I don't like the fact that I think it could easily blow out. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. The last eight o'clock game. Uh, right before we get to these last two games, real quickly here, I want to thank again our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com. If it's your first deposit, put in the promo code Coach Talk. You get a free play all the way up to 100 bucks. They just match your money. It's not even a free play, it's just they match it. They pop it right in your account. You can play it. Prize Picks mm-hmm. is awesome. I give a shout out to Crash every week when I say this on this Saturday podcast because he was the one yelling prize picks months ago telling me coach let's do prize picks and i was not as fast to the jump but you were right man it is the hottest thing in the industry uh they have something like seven hundred thousand players or some craziness across the world yeah they are blowing up so uh enjoy that they're fantastic also a quick shout out to uh our sportsbook partners that's betus.com.pa if you're looking for somewhere to bet the upcoming um, March Madness and everything. There's no better place than BetUS. They have great bonuses. Plus, we have a deal right now with them. If you sign up and deposit $149 or more 
you automatically get two full free months, all access to DFS Coach Talk. That alone is $150 value. So it's like getting a free roll at BetUS. So go to betus.com.pa, use that promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. That's the only way you get the free two months uh, here at Coach Talk. All right, that is it. If you're watching right now on YouTube, quick thumbs up. We're not getting the percentage of thumbs ups that, that I would like. And the reason I'm crying about it is because that is important to us. We do this podcast in front of the paywall seven days a week. And that thumbs up and subscribing, that's what moves up us up the algorithm on YouTube so that we can get out there to more people. So please do that. While you're at it, hit that little alarm in the upper corner. That will alert you every time to one of our pot when one of our podcast posts. All right, here we go. Orlando Memphis Grizzlies. You thought that last spread was big crash? How about a fat 16 and a half? This mm. is like a, a 215 game in the March Madness tournament. You've got uh, a 230 and a half total, which is not bad, very respectable. Mm -hmm. 107 for the Orlando Magic, 123 and a half for Memphis. So this is smelling like a Grizz night for sure. Um, and then in this game, you've got Orlando coming in at 16 and 48, Memphis at a very impressive 43 and 21. A couple of uh, things here that are somewhat important. Of course, Jalen Suggs, who I've been on lately, he was one yeah. of my smash guys last night at low owned, but he got hurt a little bit. He's questionable. So run, do not play Jalen Suggs today, in my opinion, because I don't think he gets full run, even if he is uh, in this lineup. And it is uh, the second night of a back-to-back -back for Orlando. So that is something to definitely be wary of. And that's part of the reason why the spread is so big. Mm -hmm. uh, the only got rotational guy from Memphis that is questionable is Kyle Anderson. He's been playing great ball for them off the bench. So, you know, we need news on those guys. We already know that the big thing for Orlando is Wendell Carter Jr. is out again. So that has a big effect on that interior rotation. Isaac and Mo Wagner have been out for quite some time. Same with Brooks and Pons for the Memphis Grizzlies. So coming into this game, we've got Orlando uh, 12th in pace and Memphis 4th. So that is really nice uh, from a pace standpoint. Orlando's defense is terrible. They're 24th. Memphis, though, does have a top 10 defense in 8th. So there's been a lot of movement with these players in this team, Orlando-wise, as far as who's getting minutes, who's back. Fultz is back. He sat out the last game uh, because of rest. So he's mm -hmm. in the mix. RJ Hampton's been getting minutes. The guy getting squeezed out a little bit is the veteran Terrence Ross, but he does still get minutes. Don't know why they haven't traded him over the last three years. Yeah. One of the more mysteries in the NBA that I can't figure out. Gary Harris gets minutes. So they're they're getting pretty crowded in the in the uh backcourt here. Because mm -hmm. you still have Carmelo Anthony, or yeah. Carmelo, Cole oh, Anthony. Anthony, no relation, by the way. Yeah. Uh but Suggs being questionable opens up some of that time for these guys. Franz Wagner's decided to get his second win lately. He's playing mm -hmm. better. That, you know, everybody raced to Chuma Okiki yesterday when Carter got, you know, knocked out of there. Yeah. And he's viable. And then, of course, Mo Bamba, the guy, Bamba, who drives me absolutely crazy. What You watch him, you want to just, you know, go nuts. Because sometimes he looks like he's just lost. Like he's looking to go get popcorn and a soda. The other times he looks like an all pro center. So 
you know, figure that yeah. one out. But he should get minutes because Carter, usually Bamba comes off the floor about five, six minutes into the game, and then mm -hmm. they move Carter over to center. Carter's not in, so there's no true backup center there, especially with Mo Wagner being out. So right. you're going to get extra run from Bamba. All he has to do is pull that 7-2 body up and down the doggone floor and get it done. So mm -hmm. what do you think about this game, man? Is it a jaw night all the way around, or are you afraid of the blowout? Uh, a little bit of both for me. He's 10-5 on FanDuel, 10-4 on DraftKings, so pretty similar price on both sites. But, you know, Brogdon had his huge game against them, against Orlando. Malachi Flynn had 41.75 last night, so it's a little bit tempting for me. Um, Morant had 52.3 on February 5th and a 135 to 115 win in Orlando. So even though they won by 20, he still got over 50 DraftKings points. So going to be hard for me to fade Morant tonight, I think. Um, probably my favorite point guard of the ones that are on this slate. Um, him and Murray, maybe Steph Curry, those are the three that I'm looking at and trying to decide between those three. Um Outside of that, um, Kyle Anderson's been playing pretty well since the All-Star break. He's got 30-plus in his last three games. He's, He's questionable. 4,300. Yeah, he is questionable. Yeah. Um, 4,300 on DraftKings, so if he plays, that's a decent price for me. And that's that's probably going to be about it. There's there's not a whole lot here for me. Um, maybe or maybe Jaron Jackson, you know, Orlando's allowed the second most fantasy points to power forwards, so it's a decent matchup for him. Um, but yeah, as far as the, the game goes, I would just lean towards the Memphis side, maybe, um, not really going to play anyone from Orlando. I don't think at this point. Yeah, this, this is a tough one, man. I mean, I do think it blows out to Orlando's just not playing well. Wendell Carter's mm -hmm. not having him in there. And if Sugg sits, then they're really hurting. And yeah, I mean, this game could get out of hand fast. We know, you know, uh, coach Jenkins likes to rest guys when he can. Right. He is not a run up the score kind of coach at all. Mm -hmm. So that all scares me. I mean, I think jaw certainly is in one of his best spots, but how much are we going to get out of jaw? That's the big question. True. I mean, you made a good point there. Point guards have been just killing Orlando lately. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, if I go to DeJounte Murray, I probably not going to get to Morant. But if, mm -hmm. if not, then Morant's probably my guy. And then, you know, again, I watched Jaw play for three uh, three quarters, and then I have to hit the sauce again in the fourth quarter because I because <laughs> he's yeah. sitting. But we'll see right. how it goes. That that's yet to be determined. Uh, Desmond Bain's a decent price. You know, Jackson's price is down. Adams, I sort of like Stephen Adams here. He's six mm -hmm. two. You know, he could snap bomb in about four pieces, that long, you know, stick that he is. I just think he he's going to dominate, you know, yeah. in the, the glass, maybe a 15-rebound game from Adams. Mm. But that's if it stays close enough. You know, he's yeah. the very first guy that's coming out in a blowout. So, right, right. Uh, so that's, you know, it's tempting, but yet, you know, nerve-wracking. I My situation, Josh, I don't like the, the big uh, giant – backcourt all of a sudden with Anthony Suggs, Ross Hampton, Fultz, and Harris. You got six guys, even if Suggs sits, that's five, that mm -hmm. are all trying to get minutes. And it just, yeah. it's not conducive to me to, even for Cole Anthony, who had a great night last night, he's the best right. of the group by far. 
but I just don't know. I think he gets some Desmond Bain defense, and I just don't think the game stays close enough, long enough. The guys that I like, though, I'm interested in Franz Wagner, Chumo, Kiki, and Mo Bamba. The, the group of three, certainly not going to stack anybody here, but I definitely want to put one of them in there. And if if I get Frosty, I may even go two because they're priced so well, 5'9", five, 5'1", five, and 5'3". For three mm. guys that should all play 30 plus minutes yeah. for sure, because yeah. they just don't have depth there. Uh, you know, you you look at their big man depth, who are they gonna go to here? Admiral Schofield, Brazdikas, <laughs> or do they dust off Ro- Robin Lopez? I haven't heard his name in mm. forever. True. Uh, he hasn't been doing anything. So I I think that that's the spot to maybe attack this. And I think those guys stay in a little bit longer anyway, even if Memphis starts uh, pulling away. So I may have some sneaky magic here, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I get that. All right, last one. Game five, 830 is the last game on the slate. I cannot believe it. It is the Golden State Warriors and LA Lakers national TV game. All these <laughs> networks spent billions and billions just to show this Dumpster fire, Los Angeles Lakers. Poor Lakers, man. Everybody's pounding on that life yeah. out of them. But uh, they, you know, it's Golden State by seven on the road. So that's pretty, you know, pretty fair spread. It's only mm-hmm. a 224 total. So not up there with the big boys today. 115.5 implied for Golden State and the Lakers just 108.5. Coming into the game, Golden State is 43 and 20, but feeling some heat. And, you know, teams right behind them. So they need some wins. Lakers, a big fat eight games under 500, 27 and 35. Mm. Uh, news in this game, you will not, it's going to knock you off your seat. Brace yourself. Okay. LeBron, LeBron James, game but... questionable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, whatever. So anyway, you got Golden State, same three guys out, Green, Iguodala, Peyton. So we've seen what Golden State has pretty much every game recently mm-hmm. for the Lakers, the, the washed up Avery Bradley. Sorry, man. Uh, he's probable Taylor Horton tuck and Tucker is questionable along with LeBron, but LeBron, you know, LeBron's played every game. Uh, I don't know when they're going to throw up the white flag or, but I think they're going to keep trying until they're eliminated. So, yeah. but Horton Tucker, that affects things. He's played a really nice right. role recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need the news there. Davis and Nunn, we know, have already been out. Nunn has not played a single game all season. We have two top 10 pace teams, Josh. You can't mm-hmm. ignore it. 10th Golden State, 7th Lakers. So even though the spread's only 224, you don't often see one that low with two top 10 pace teams. But, yeah, you know, the Lakers have been struggling to score the ball. And then they have to face right into the teeth of the number one defensive efficient team in the league in the Golden State Warriors. So no Mm -hmm. cup of tea there. Lakers middle of the pack defensively. They're 16th. Uh, Their big problem lately is they just aren't shooting the ball. And they don't have any other scores but LeBron. Right. And it gets to be ridiculous. Uh, So I don't even know where to start here. I mean, does this game stay close? Do you spend up? You know, it's a national TV game. It's going to get a little overexposure, a little mm-hmm. over ownership than it should. Yeah. I don't, I'm not that crazy about it. What do you think? Well, I will say one thing about these, these teams when they've played each other this year, they've had some high scoring matchups. The first matchup in October, uh, which Anthony Davis didn't play in that game, it was 121 to 114 Golden State. 
The okay. last matchup was February um, 12th, and Anthony Davis did play in that game. That was one of the last games he played in, and yeah. it was 117 to 115. So hmm. quite a bit of quite a bit of points here in the, these matchups so far this year. Um, so if it stays like that, I kind of do like this matchup. Um, you know, the the guards for for Golden State for me. Um, all three of Curry, Thompson, and Jordan Poole. I like all the all three of those. If the game gets away from the Lakers, I think Jordan Poole could be a nice play. Um, okay. Forty seven hundred on Fanduel, forty eight hundred on DraftKings. LeBron's had success against Golden State. Um, he had sixty one point seven five in their first matchup when eighty didn't play, and then fifty seven point seven five in the last one. So, pretty solid numbers there. Fifty nine point five average in two games. Um, he is 11-2 on DraftKings. It's a little bit steep. 10-3 yeah. on FanDuel is a little bit more doable for me. I like that price a little bit more. Um, and then Austin Reeves at 3,200. He's been starting lately for the Lakers. He's had 24.3 uh, against the Warriors the last time they played. So I do like the value there with Reeves. Um, not going to go too heavy on this game. Probably pick one of the three guards for the Warriors and then probably LeBron on FanDuel and then Austin Reeves probably on both sides. Interesting. I, I'm going to stack up these Lakers. Stanley Johnson, DJ Augustine, Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, Andrew's favorite player, Wenyan Gabriel. And I think I'll put Trevor Rees in there too. And I think I'll tell our members don't play coaches lineups. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many washed up garbage yeah. players. How did, you know, if you're a Lakers fan, and I know we have a lot of them out there, you got to be shaking your head and think, how the hell did we get to this point? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, two I mean, years they ago. have a really, yeah, ramshot type of group of players here behind LeBron. It's just awful. Yeah, yeah. I don't two years ago. Start. Yeah, two huh? years ago they were on top of the NBA world. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, and I know people are saying, you know, sort of coming to the Lakers' defense. I mean, and they deserve to be. I mean. They did win it two years ago, so you know, give them a break. Russ just mm -hmm. happened to get washed up at the the wrong time, and you know, a bunch you know, AD yeah. gets hurt when he you know slips on a, a wet spot every five minutes. You know, he's uh, so it's just hard. But the bottom line is, I don't even know who to trust on this team. I I mm -hmm. guess you know the guy usually, if I have to get a value guy for LA for some reason, I find myself wanting to chase a Malik Monk big game for some reason. And it's very inconsistent, but I don't trust Reeves really. Uh, Dwight Howard, we know how that can go at times. Uh, don't yeah. mention that one to Andrew. So, um, yeah, you know, Carmelo, he's capable of taking a boatload of shots, you know, mm -hmm. but it's 5 1. I just, it's, it's really, you know, do you want to spend up to me and go for LeBron or not is really what it comes down to. You really can't play Russ unless you are, right. you know, just gambling for uh, in craps for like a hard ten to come up, and you need uh, one roll to win. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just I'm not thrilled. Golden State's a good team defense, even without Draymond. So, you know, it's hard though because if you spend money on the Golden State side and don't come back with probably LeBron, or you know, I don't know who else you feel confident in, and then. Mm -hmm. You're going sort of against yourself with the you know leverage of not having anybody on that side. If the, if the Golden State gets control of the game, you're not going to get big run from some guys. So right, 
you know, to me, is it Curry Morant, you know, or DeJounte Murray? Really, mm-hmm. for me, anyway. And yeah. I'm right now leaning to Murray. But Clay at 6'5 has been decent. Uh, he has. He's getting more minutes. He's getting more shots up. Wiggins has played better the last few games. I guess mid, low mid, 6'3, you can consider mm-hmm. him. I just don't trust. I've been burned too many times by the combination of Kaminga, Looney, Poole, Porter, Moody, all those guys. It's a crapshoot. One yeah. day somebody's going to get five fantasy points, and then they'll have 28 fantasy points. So, mm-hmm. you know, if anybody has rhyme or reason of how that's happening, let me know because I don't see, you know, that rotation has just been all over the place. So, yeah, yeah. so it's, I, you know, I know it's not popular, but I may be, you know, it's a national TV game, late night sweat game. Mm-hmm. I may be sitting with one value guy and nothing else here. So unfortunately you can have a nice big lead and you'll be fine if you, you know, yeah. or, you know, you, you got to get something out of the last guy, but don't force a guy in just to force him right. in. I forced right. in Marcus Morris senior a couple of days ago mm-hmm. as by just to get some exposure, the last game, something I preach about not to do. And he was awful. So it can also sink the ship if you make a forced move. So don't be afraid to fade it, I guess, is my my call here. But, you know, to me, it's either you you sell out and say, okay, I'm going whatever, Clay and LeBron or Curry and LeBron, whatever. Or you just say, okay, I'm getting the big lead. And then you guys try to catch me. Mm. That's all I got, man. All right. All right. It's it's. FanDuel, GPP, two brains are better than one. And again, stretching it to say that you get a full two brains with the two of us is definitely a stretch. But we're <laughs> going to stay one and three quarters brains better than one. Yeah. And you get the first pick this week, week Mr. Crash. Okay. Pressure's on. Mm. All right. I'm going to take... You're on the clock. Mm-hmm. We'll take PJ Washington at center. PJ Washington at center. I would have made 10,000 guesses before I picked that would be your first pick. But not that I don't like it. It's just mm-hmm. didn't see it coming. I'll go with one that you do see coming right, right before your eyes. DeJounte Murray. Yeah. That's He's just a little too cheap on FanDuel. Yeah, cheaper than cheaper than Curry and Morant. So that kind of makes that decision easier. Makes it very simple. Whereas it's flipped on DraftKings makes it tough. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and take um where'd he go? I guess I'm just taking Hornets. I'm gonna take Terry Rozier at shooting guard. Yeah. I like that play. Now I can take all my Lakers bench guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Poor Lakers. Um, well, you know, there's not a ton of value that's opened up yet. So we're going to have to not be, I'm going to have to try to find us a little bit of a break somewhere. Because we know that stuff's going to open up as the day goes on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Mm. 
torn here. You know, I'm going to go on the cheap. I'll take small forward Franz Wagner. Okay. 5,400. All right. I'll take more value, and I'll take Malik Beasley at shooting guard. Oh, I see don't like Malik. I hate Malik Beasley. That's okay. I support you. I'm rooting for Beasley tonight. What if he doesn't start? Um, well, if if Edwards is out, I'll go to an I'll go to another play you don't like, and I'll go to Austin Reeves. Oh my gosh, I would not t- if I was down at the rec center right now playing pickup, and he was, I would pick somebody else. Oh no, I'm sorry. All right, shooting guard Malik Beasley. I'm going to reluctantly put that in there, which means he could have a. It keeps putting him in at small forward. It's refusing to let me put him in a shooting guard. So I'm going to take small forward Tyler Hero, 6,900. Okay. And that's going to allow me to put stupid Beasley to default to shooting guard. Okay. We have almost seven grand. Mm-hmm. So we got a pay up guy coming here. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't see a lot of value at point guard. Um, Let's see. You know what stinks? Center. Mm-hmm. That's why I took Washington because it's not. It's not great. Oh, I had PJ Washington. It's forcing him into power forward. Does that? I wonder if it, if any of the listeners, if that does it to you. Even click on center, then I click on PJ Washington, and it puts him in at power. What in the world? Okay, gonna, the second gonna, time it did it. So we're going to take Tyrese Maxey at point guard. All right. All righty. Two power forwards for a combined 13-1. So that eliminates the big boys like LeBron and Bam. Poor Tobias Harris is like ninth option now. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go to Chuma Okiki. I think everybody jumped on him last night. He was didn't do as well. They're going to jump off of him, and I think he bites him right back in the butt because he'll get a little extra run even if Memphis takes a big lead. So that gives you a big fat 74 bananas to spend. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to make a switch here. Um, okay. I'm going to take uh, Malik Beasley out. Actually, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to Vanderbilt at power forward. Who? Vanderbilt. I love Vanderbilt. Okay. Sorry for the peer pressure. You know Beasley's going to have 60 tonight. Yeah. And then I'm going to upgrade from Maxi to John Morant. We can go to John Morant? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then I'm going to... Um, 4100's all you got. Yeah, I was, I was, hang on one second. What did I do here? I was looking at something. Sounds like you have another decision to make here. Yeah, I do. Um, what was it? I'm looking shooting guards for 4100. I see. I guess Duncan Robinson, RJ Hampton, it's Austin Reeves. 
<laughs> Malik yeah. Beasley, yeah, it's not pretty. Cody Martin, none of those guys are great. Mm-hmm. What was I looking at? Um, okay. I mean, if you need extra money there, I can – let's see if I can go down. Yeah, I don't really want – I don't see much below Okiki. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt's cheap. Do you think you think maybe uh, Memphis blows out Orlando and we should go to Steph Curry instead? Um, I mean, you—that's up to you, man. It's it, the blowout thing has been biting me lately, so I'm not mm -hmm. sure. Um, if if we do that, um. Orlando go. does completely suck, though, and that would give us no Memphis exposure. Mm -hmm. If we do that, we can give uh, an upgrade from Beasley to Caleb Martin. So Steph Curry and Caleb Martin? Instead of Beasley and, and uh, Maxi. I mean, that's that's fine with me, but the thing is, it's going to be dependent. If those guys are all in for Miami, it's going to be a little tougher. Mm -hmm. If they're right. all out, then Caleb Martin's going to be chalk, mm -hmm. which is fine. We, you know, but I'm just saying, yeah, <clears throat> it's something we're going to have to keep our eye on. Yeah. I just, I don't they're like not Caleb. I mean, Cody Martin. No, Caleb, Caleb or Cody. Caleb, I think. Yeah. Caleb. Where's how much Miami. is he? He's 4,400. You can play him at shooting guard or a small forward. Okay. So that would give us 500 to spare. Mm -hmm. Murray, Curry, Rogier, Martin, Wagner, Hero, Okiki, Vanderbilt, PJ Washington. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a GPP lineup to me. Mm hmm. That is going to be very contrarian, but you know, that's sometimes what wins GPPs. You can't have, you know, yeah, LeBron and everybody uh, just stacked up in these games. So let's go with that. See what news news always changes something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then we'll just see if we have to update it here uh, by the end of the day. That works for me. All right. I just locked it in. Me too. All right. Appreciate it, man. It was fun. I enjoy these uh, yeah. Saturdays. They're always it's nice good. and chirpy. We went pretty long for a five gamer, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, and then I'll be lacing them back up here this afternoon. Uh, make sure to tune in. We'll post the link in uh, Discord for our members and on uh, uh, Twitter for our regular listeners. I'll be live with Gundacker on his uh, channel. So we'll be posting that live at 3 p.m. Eastern. And we'll have some of these updates, uh, Josh. And we'll see, uh, you know, if we get any more news between now and then. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, my friend. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope that this helped everybody out there. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS.